0: Hey, joyful people, welcome back to Transparency. Today, we will officially start the new series, Seasons. And I am so happy to introduce to you my first guest, my sister Esther. (laughs) So can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, guys. It's me, her sister Esther. And
1: I'm so excited to be on this episode of Seasons. And yeah we're excited to talk to you guys and we hope that everything we say or we talk about that you will apply it on your daily Christian life and that your walk with God will continue or get better.
0: Okay, I think the, the people also want to know something about you, not just your name. so <laughs> please can you really introduce yourself? Maybe you can tell us about just a bit about yourself. And maybe your age, I don't know. Anything that you want to share with us. Okay, so my name is Esther and I'm twenty one years
1: old. Yes. I'm already twenty one <laughs> or almost twenty one. <laughs> <is not>, <laughs> I'm almost twenty one and I just finished school and yes, I'm also a Christian. Yes.
0: And yeah okay thank you esther for introducing yourself maybe she will talk about herself a little bit more in the next episodes or when i will call her and she will come on this episode so esther tell us what are we going to talk about today today we are going to talk about
1: preparation the season of preparation and waiting and
0: yes it's So, thank you, Esther, that you have introduced yourself to us. And as you already know, guys, I always like to define the words. And as we are talking about waiting and preparation, let's define the words waiting and preparation. Mm -hmm. Esther will define preparation for you and I will define waiting for you so that we will get into, you know, Into into depth. Yes. So, what does preparation mean? Okay, so what I personally
1: read on Google, you know, like everybody Googles words, (laughs) but I (laughs) Googled and what I found out is that um, preparation comes from the word pre and pair, like prepare, to prepare. And prepare means, like, pre means before, or like, yeah, it means before. Mm -hmm. And what I read about pair is that Care means to cut off or to cut off the outer skin of something mm-hmm. or to reduce something in size, extent or quantity in a number of small successes, stages. Mm-hmm. And synonyms would be to trim off, to cut off, to reduce and these kind of stuff. So, yeah. It also
0: decrease, decrease. Yeah,
1: decrease and also to decrease. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I found out. But if I would define the word prepare for me personally i would say it's like to prepare something you will need in the future or Mm -hmm. something you will need in a specific time okay like maybe you're preparing yourself to go out or to leave the house Mm. like then preparing will be like you're going to shower you're going to do your makeup or your hair and stuff like you're preparing yourself for the outer world like to step outside and yes, so that's what I... How would I define it?
0: <laughs> so I what I googled what waiting means is really interesting. And I I read that waiting means to allow time to go by, especially while staying in one place. Mm-hmm. And then it also says without doing very much. And without or until something... Waiting, allow time to go by until something comes until something that you are expecting happens mm-hmm. or until you can do something and it's really interesting because i think so many and so in so many times ta- so many op- in so many situations we often know a word already mm-hmm. but we do not really think about it mm-hmm. and me googling it was really interesting because even though i knew what it means it m- It made me think about it even more It made me think about Okay How can I Imagine This word now Because I always I always think that When you Think about a word Or when you Define a word You imagine it in your head Like
1: you see it differently
0: Yeah Yeah, You see it differently And it was really interesting To say that Waiting means To allow time To allow time To go by Like allow 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 time to go by And then especially while staying in one place and then also without doing very much it's in- really interesting to look at that word but what i also thought to myself when i first ta- when i first saw these two words and thought about this this season what does the bible say about waiting and preparation or which stories talk about waiting and preparation So maybe you can tell me what you found out.
1: Okay, so what I know, like the stories I remember on um, like in the Bible that describe waiting or preparation are, I would say, like people like Abraham, the story of Noah, the Mm -hmm. Israelites, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like (laughs) uh, (laughs) with King David, rude and boaz jacob and esau Mm -hmm. like these kind of stories i would count in
0: but just in general don't you think that the old testament itself is a whole completely waiting season because really i mean the old testament is I would say that the Old Testament, or not I would say, but I think it's really, it's really a revelation Mm -hmm. because the Old Testament is itself is a waiting season because when Eve and Adam first, when they sinned, when man sinned in the Garden of Eden and were banished from it, the first thing that was prophesied by God was that there will be the seed of the woman who will bruise the head of the serpent. Mm-hmm. So, that was the first prophecy talking about the first coming of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the whole testament, the whole old the whole Old Testament talks exactly about the coming of the Redeemer. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a promise from God, like, there will be a time
1: where someone will redeem you of your sins. And, like, they had to, like, they, even, I think, they were, like, confused even. if yeah. Like, when they heard, that, like, the coming of a redeemer.
0: Yeah, who will boost the head of the serpent? <laughs> the,
1: like, I would think, okay, but I'm banished still. Like, still, I'm banished yeah. from the garden and I have to leave. Like, when will he come? Yeah. Or what will he, what will he look like? Mm. Will it be, uh, like, they... Didn't even know other people. They just knew themselves. Like as a married couple. Mm -hmm. They haven't met anyone else. Like oh someone will come. That means someone will come of us. Because Mm -hmm. we are the first people on this earth. So that would mean the person. Like would come from Eve. Mm -hmm. Like and Eve as a woman. Like when she heard that someone Mm -hmm. will trample. Or will step on the serp, bruise the serpent's Mm -hmm. head. That would like she if she pondered on it and i think she did she would think like it would be her like her her seed her seed and like her womb will multiply and
0: yeah Yeah, and also what is really interesting i also think that they were not only confused but maybe they were also afraid Mm. i mean they have just sinned against god and what i also think is that maybe they were also afraid because i mean they just got banished Mm. from the garden of eden and it was i think it, they were they were really they were afraid but then god had kind of also gave them hope by saying that it was as if god knew okay they will be afraid if i say this but i will i will also give them hope for them to know that i am still there i'm still with them and i am there to help them and that just proves that god's
1: words everything he says really comes to uh, like happens mm-hmm. because in the Bible, it, it's written that prophecy either comes as an exhortation, mm-hmm. as
0: as a warning, as a
1: warning, or
0: to build build somebody
1: up. And his prophecy, it was like it was he <laughs> he said, yeah, like you're banished from this garden, mm-hmm. but also a redeemer will come. Yeah.
0: So it was all at once. It was all at once. The first prophecy. The first prophecy. The first prophecy.
1: And yeah, I think that's just very mind blowing that the prophecy was like three in
0: one kind of. Yeah, yeah. And and the next story that really also came into my or comes into my mind is the story of Abraham because Abraham was kind of the first guy (laughs) that made or that made a covenant with god that we know of because we own or many of you may know the abrahamic covenant and that covenant was also it was even though it was a promise it was also something that he knew okay i have to wait for it because abraham was promised or prophesied to that he will bear that out of him will come a nation that he has to leave his father's home that he has to go into a distant land that god like god i mean god did promise him so many things and it was a covenant Mm -hmm. that he made with him but there was no first of all there was no woman inside Mm -hmm. he didn't have a wife at that time Mm -hmm. and so that means he really had to wait Mm -hmm. he had to go out of the land he had he really had to trust god Mm -hmm get out of go go out of the land of where he was and then go he didn't even know where he was going and then he got a wife Sarah and then afterwards even though God said that there will come a nation out of you that means that means many people mm-hmm. his wife was barren that means he couldn't she could not conceive so i mean god what are you telling me <laughs> god you told me that i will bear child i will bear nation but He was, yeah. It was like I mean, even if I would be Abraham,
1: I would be so confused. Like, how? What are you telling me? Like, my wife is barren. I will bear like from a whole nation Mm. of people, and that um I will get a son Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then with the promised land that. Like God will give them a land mm-hmm. And he will show him this yeah. land And the mm-hmm. nation will live on this land yeah. Like Abraham, like even with that Abraham never saw that land mm-hmm. That God had promised <laughs> him
0: And Moses too Because Moses Moses, were, came after Ab- You could say that Moses Was the second bigger Big prophet that came after Abraham and God also made a covenant With him And I mean he was the the same guy he also did not see the promised land but he also he was waiting Mm. he was waiting and he was literally waiting and he was also with the israelites the people that went into the wilderness Mm. and did you know that even though god said that you are that they are going to because that was also the thing god promised the people of israel that they he will get them out of captivity which was Mo, um, that moses will lead them with the hand of god of course out of captivity and they will go into that promised land that he already promised abraham and you can read that in genesis 12 1 genesis genesis 13 14 to 17 with the promised land and also in the i don't know where moses i think moses's story is in exodus of course because they exodus he exited or he went out of egypt and yeah so well he brought the israelites out of egypt which is why it's called exodus and if you did not know did you know esther <laughs> <laughs> you did not know okay <laughs> a new start a new information for you so even though god promised that to them And promised the Israelites that they are going to a new land that was filled with milk and honey. Guys, can you believe that it took them 40 years to be in the wilderness and to get to the promised land? 40 years, guys. A
1: whole 40 years.
0: That is... That is... That is so much. You have lived your life almost. Like, literally. (laughs) Literally. 40. It's
1: like becoming a whole adult. <laughs> yeah,
0: you just skipped everything. I mean they were children, they were already they were babies, children, and then you became an adult in in that wilderness.
1: But to their time like they kind of really aged. Yeah. That's I would true. say like Moses got his first child like within With ver- ninety nine I think. Yeah, like within very old age. Yeah. Like in our time you were you like you wouldn't be supposed to get mm-hmm. children in that age. And you can read that in
0: Genesis 17 if you want to know his English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think like it's so fascinating that it again it shows how they really waited, how they really waited, and like waited on that promised land, and mm. still trusted in God. And I think it's even though they were kind sometimes very disobedient, mm-hmm. they still kind of trusted in God by trusting moses that he he really hears from god because just because someone is like telling us ah the promised land and stuff in our time yeah in our time we wouldn't easy believe that person that oh a promised land will come and you're supposed to telling tell me i'm supposed to walk in the wilderness for 40 years (laughs) like and i should just like blindly trust Mm -hmm. they still like Even though they were disobedient, like, they still waited and blindly trusted in God because they still could, like, walk back Mm -hmm. to that Egypt land that was was destroyed. Mm -hmm.
0: But, I mean, at one point, they also said, why don't you bring us... This is worse than the the land where we were or where we were slaves. They said that Mm -hmm. because they were so... Not because they were disobedient, but I think they were also just... They were angry and they were also just they didn't know what to do i mean they waited for so long they were discouraged discouraged. yeah Yeah, that's the word i was trying to find they were discouraged so much Mm -hmm. and really I, i say to you that still god still heard their cries god still provided for them and he he all, and what I also think is so interesting that God showed up all the time he showed them always that he is God mm-hmm. that he provides for them that he is the one who is in control God was always there God was always reassuring them that he is there and sometimes he was not reassuring them but in those moments where they wanted to give up he reassured them, here I am, I am God, I have brought you out of this land. That's also something that many people forget that even though you are waiting, you have to believe, have faith in God. Even when He's sometimes even when He's sometimes silent, that does not mean that He's not there. He is there. He's just He's just not He's just silent, but He is there. And when you really think about it when you read his word when you read the bible when you be when you are speaking to the holy spirit you see that he's not silent at all Mm -hmm. he's always there because do you do you don't you know or don't you see that sometimes when you are just what when something when you're waiting on something and then just like that you hear somebody talking about something talking to you about something you listen to a song and then that's your answer or that's Mm -hmm. what you waited for that's Mm -hmm. like a reassurance Mm -hmm. And that's how God is. He reassures you when you are even in doubt. Mm-hmm. But if you give him this little faith and believe in him and wait on him, he will. Seed. Yeah, he will show you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that also
1: happened to Noah. Like when God told him to build a whole ark, <laughs> yeah. I think three cubits it was long. tall or something, and a hundred meters. It, to- it took him so. It
0: took him. So it long. took him
1: it took him long like and he just heard like god saying this and like he should take um each like all the animals animals and pairs and that he will perish all flesh on earth and that he and his family will not die and so that's the reason why he should build this and if hearing that won't you be scared like oh all life on earth will perish. What? And why, God? Can I do something to, like, stop it? Or, like, mm. what can I do? And why sh- Why have I, like, do I have to build this? And yeah. he really needed to trust God mm. blindly. And he did. Mm. Like,
0: he did. Noah really did. And not he, only that. God also gave him the whole instruction on how to build it. Because God showed him every single part of the ark how he needed to be how everything needed to be placed how everything needed to be to to be prepared so God showed him every single thing and that's the thing because Noah I don't think that Noah was a builder he didn't build anything but he just God did that and that's the thing God did that that's all that's that's mind blowing and even after he did build that ark like he had to wait oh what would God do
1: so that the earth like all the flesh or like all animals and all humans will die like yeah. how will God do it
0: and why did He let me build an ark <laughs> like what's
1: the ark like Is why an ark why like me personally I would go in, back into my room and think oh or like I would think of all possibilities on how <laughs> they're full perished and I would do a list and then okay so this and this <laughs> and this and I would and I would tell all my friends yeah. <laughs> but uh-huh. Yeah, but Noah just like he He, took. He kept quiet. He kept quiet, like he didn't even say that he was preparing like for something to come because God told him this and that, Mm -hmm. and this and that, and I'm waiting. Yeah, he just was not prideful
0: about it. That God only talked to me. No.
1: He just built that ark, waited for God to bring that thing that will make all all human and all animals perish. And yeah, and then the flood came, and everything died. And even that, like, it does something to you emotionally. But you still have to trust in God that everything yeah. will turn out great. Everything will turn out good. Because and his friends died. Yeah, his friends died. It does some? It does something to you mentally. Yeah, yeah. Everybody died. Everybody you know died. (laughs) You only have your family and their wives. Mm -hmm. That's the only persons you can talk to. Mm. You don't have your neighbor anymore, and it's just mind blowing that Noah still waited and didn't even say, yeah, like he didn't even say, no, I don't want to build that ark. Why are you doing this, God? You're this and that. He just built that that ark, Mm. and he trusted God God blindly. Yeah,
0: and God prepared him. Yeah. God prepared him. I think
1: Noah, I, like I think Noah's story is the most most describing story in reference to um, waiting and preparation. Like mm-hmm. I think like it's two in one. Like literally, mm-hmm. he was waiting on when God will perish all people on Earth, and like that he was preparing also like building that ark. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he also had to like tell his family, "Oh, something will come," so that's why I'm building this ark because mm-hmm. they saw him build that thing mm-hmm. because it was a big. Boat,
0: <laughs> and that's the thing because we talked about the definition that waiting means to allow time to go by, especially by staying in one place without doing very much. But that's what I question because. He did he did much. He did much, <laughs> he did he did much. Did and that's why you know that in preparation you can't not you cannot just sit around mm-hmm. and do nothing. You have to be in one place, mm-hmm. but it has to be spiritually that you have to be in that secret place with God. That is, the, I would say, that is the one mm-hmm. place that you have to be. That is the one place where you need to always be, mm-hmm. so that you know, okay, what to do next, yeah. because that's the one place and you don't have you can't do very much Mm -hmm. god will give you the instruction Mm -hmm. god will tell you what to do next and that's the same with noah and then he prepared he did something with his hands Mm -hmm. he listened he acted on what god told him Mm -hmm. wow that's mind-blowing
1: that's really (laughs) mind-blowing
0: with that i have a question
1: for you okay so Noah, like, me, like, I think the people in the Old Testament, like, really heard God's mm-hmm. voice, like, you see, and then the thunder <laughs> rumbled and he heard the deep voice <laughs> out of heaven. <laughs> and, like, with today, like, you don't really get that. Like, yeah. almost, like, none. Yeah, yeah. How would you... God does not speak in a <laughs> How does waiting and preparation looks like today?
0: Well, first of all, the thing is, we are still waiting on Jesus Christ. That's the thing. We, <laughs> Sick
1: of coming yeah. The soon coming king.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing because our life that we have now, mm. it is not in the Bible.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the
0: thing. Like, we do not have any... Reverence? Yeah, not not reverence. We have the reverence because it's the Bible. Oh. Because the people in the Bible, they did not have anything. They Okay, in the New Testament, they had the old written scriptures no, no, no. but in the old testament they had nothing no. and we have the old and the new we have, testament. A, whole book we have a whole book
1: basic information before living
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have a book that has the breath of life on it that was really that is like the big big instruction book so we have something and that's how i would say today we can we can prepare ourselves we can wait on God we have the whole book that says everything about God and not only that we have the Holy Spirit if you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit if you have taken Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you will hear from God you will hear from him automatically everybody hears from God differently but you will hear from him and that's how we can we can wait on the second coming of Jesus Christ because the second coming We are, I mean, we are still waiting. Mm -hmm. And with that, I think it's really interesting because it's like every,
1: like everybody on Mm -hmm. this earth is in this waiting and preparation season. Like we're all in this together. Well, like like we're all in this together and we're waiting for the second coming of Jesus.
0: It's like, it's like one big, one big season. Yeah. One big season for the, for every flesh. Every. Yeah. For everyone. Everyone.
1: And we're like and all, yeah. <laughs> and we're all living this kind of the same life, yeah. Like till Jesus comes, yeah. And we all have bad, like even that we have, like, from the day we are born, mm. we have, we are all, like, we're already in this waiting yeah. and preparation season. Yeah,
0: the, everybody's already in. Already, sin- and you are also coming into, into this
1: season. season. Oh, you in? You in the year
0: too? <laughs> yeah. And everybody is waiting and preparing differently. Yeah,
1: that's yes that's, girl yes girl everybody is doing it differently yeah. like some are some don't even know that in this okay. season like me personally i didn't even know like i was in this season like a year ago yeah i wouldn't know like i didn't like i didn't I mean, you
0: were you were safe but i was
1: safe but i didn't like read the bible i didn't pray mm. like i didn't prepare myself
0: yeah you, were, yeah you were in the waiting season but you were not in the preparation, preparation.
1: I was not in the preparation. I was not. and Yay, God have mercy. <laughs> and with that, it's like, yeah, he's God is pruning us. Yeah. He's pruning us. Yeah. And yeah, the soon coming king.
0: <laughs> and the thing is also, I mean, the thing is, we talk about Kairos and Kronos moments. Mm. And this, these Kronos moments, that is where we are, I would say, when we are talking about the bigger season of, or the big season of For Everybody, mm where we are waiting for Jesus Christ, which is the Kairos moment. Mm-hmm. We are all in the Kronos moment. So what are you doing in these Kronos moments? What are you doing? Are you preparing yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you reading your word? Mm-hmm. Are you not only reading, are you trying to get a relationship mm-hmm. with God? Because you can you can say that I'm going to church, so that's it. Are
1: you pulling people to church? Yeah, Christ? because
0: I was like that. I mm-hmm. thought that I'm safe. My family is safe. Like I was born into Christianity. I got baptized, that's so that's allowed. it. And I also spoke in tongues, so I'm good. I'm good. But no, that's not all. That's not all. No, that's not
1: all, guys. That's, that's not all. Not all.
0: That's all. And that's not what God wants for us. I mean, we have the Holy Spirit. We have God literally inside of us, who's speaking to mm-hmm. us. He's speaking to us. And the people from the Old Testament, they were not able. They, no. they always had to wait on a prophet to be born, yeah. and then that prophet talked to them. It didn't. Like we have, we're so blessed, guys. We are so blessed.
1: They did. They had like whole Abraham. So it's like the Holy Spirit. Like not everybody had the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like special people, like yeah. prophets Specific and stuff. Specific people. They had special, the Holy yeah. Spirit, but like today, everybody can have the Holy uh-huh. Spirit. Like everyone.
0: We have all access to God.
1: Like, with Jesus Christ dying, he literally sent an helper yeah. who speaks to our ears loudly, like, don't <laughs> do this, don't do this. <laughs> like,
0: And he's so diverse. Yeah,
1: he's so diverse.
0: But we'll... We'll to get to that, guys, we'll to in a it. second. <laughs> Hold on, guys, be patient. <laughs> be patient. Patient. So what is your experience on waiting and preparation for today or for yourself in your everyday life? Like now. How, yeah, how would you describe it i know i mean maybe you're in a different season and you don't have to tell you don't um you don't have to share that but what would you say was
1: was like back then
0: yeah because everybody was in the waiting and preparation Mm -hmm. i mean we are already in one but in the smaller one for your own life individually okay
1: so i would say as humans we always want the easy route or the easy way of things like and it's in our nature But sometimes God has another route or another way for us, like and may and like mostly on our way there, we learn things or appropriate good and godly characters. So, for an example, like I would say, back then, Mm -hmm. when you saw someone and you think like, oh, I want that person so bad to like be my boyfriend or girlfriend or something. And we all know, we had that moment. <laughs> yeah. Then, but like not knowing that person is not for you, like not maybe in the future, we don't know, but that person is not for you right now. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't rush into things. Like maybe that, like if you rush into things, you will kind of destroy yourself. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like you will can, you will get heartbreak because you're not ready. You will get heart, you could get heartbreak. Mm-hmm or you could break that person's heart or like you will destroy your destiny destiny, like not focusing on school or your studies and these kind of stuff even right now like people some people are are, like rushing into marriage and stuff like Mm -hmm. all these kind of things and it's not their time right now but they like rush themselves into Mm -hmm. these things and then like two shall become one they become one and then they think oh that's not my person but Mm -hmm. you're already in that and you cannot just break things off Mm -hmm. that's why yeah that's why god wants us to wait wait and prepare prepare ourselves and he wants to prune us Mm -hmm. so that we will become the persons we should become in our future and like for our purpose Mm -hmm. for his kingdom to glorify his Mm -hmm. kingdom to like make his kingdom bigger because we should like we should make disciples yeah. that's what the bible is saying right yeah. so yeah you shouldn't rush into things because these things destroy what, like ourselves and our futures and all these kinds of stuff
0: and what is also interesting is that people will then start say god said <laughs> god said that this one is this this one is this god said this and this is how you can and that's the thing because when people say god said you cannot come yes, after them because if one anything. if one person says god said you can because god said it mm-hmm. Th- it's the last argue it's like the last argument yeah. that stops the whole discussion it's like the
1: judge when he yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when you don't discern and when you don't not listen to the holy spirit how can you you know say that but that makes me think of what it means or what are negative aspects of w- not waiting and not preparing maybe you can tell me about some aspects because we have already mentioned some and maybe you have another or maybe you have more like i said some negative aspects would be the heartbreak
1: mm. like you could skip that like if you just <laughs> listen god doesn't
0: want us to have a heartbreak like
1: if you just listen like we could like everyone who's going through that right now or who went through that could skip that mm-hmm. or like not even just heartbreak but like wasting time mm-hmm. like maybe being friends to some people who you should not be friends mm-hmm. to or like waiting on something like maybe waiting for money to yeah. buy something like you that you really really need
0: yeah. and, you, uh, and you maybe start working at a job or start working at a place that you should have never worked at where God has never called you to you know because maybe God wants to put you at a different place and because you wanted because you saw um I need money right now and I need that money for my rent and you did not trust God in that moment you just took anything you took on any job and now you're working on Sundays maybe and you can't go to church (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you are working a night shift and you miss so much you miss on so many things where God wanted to prepare you before he can give you that bigger promotion
1: (laughs) let's go and yeah like these things I would say would be negative aspects Mm -hmm. of not waiting and like in reference to preparation I would say let's say you're about to write an exam and you didn't learn for it (laughs) like one week before or one day before the exam that's when you look into your stuff and read into stuff and think wow this is really going to be a hard exam and you write like little notes to sneak into the exam room and yeah then you write the exam with the little notes and then yeah you like you get away with it and then the exam comes back and the grade is not that good or let's say the grade even would be good and maybe God wanted you to study for that exam because the next exam that would be coming would refer to that exam but then you cheated so you like then you don't have the basic information of the first one but now the second one is coming and it's even that it's even harder so, like, you took the easy route, but God wanted to prepare you for the second one, but you didn't study for the first one. So, now you're, like, in a situation where it's like, wow, well, so what do I do now? So, I would say that would be also another negative aspect. And I would, I didn't say, or I wouldn't say I never cheated. I did. Like, I did in school. I did so much. I did so much. And I'm speaking out of experience, like... I wouldn't do it now i would never do it again because it only brought like it only brought up negative like things because like either you got like the teacher saw it and then like grade six you will get the grade six so like it never turned out good so yeah
0: and also referring to you is as a negative aspect which I mean it's also the fact that when you do not prepare it now for the exam and then you had to build up on that so maybe so not maybe but when it talks about preparation and we talked that we talked about the word preparation where it says that layers are being peeled off or cut off Mm -hmm. that means that god is pruning you he's preparing you for something bigger so when you have not when that first layer is not off Mm -hmm. How do you want the second layer to be off How,
1: do you want the inner
0: how can the yeah how can the inner beauty come out if you haven't even started with the first with the first layer So that can be applied to anything maybe you have anger issues maybe you still have a past that you are so that God is still recovering you from and you just want to step into Let's say a relationship. You just want to step into f- that friendship because you want it so bad. But God says, "Stop. Wait. I want you to be prepared for it in order for you to be in, the, in order for your beauty to come out—that real beauty that was already there—and then you, 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 because you want it so bad, you rush into it, and then you end up being hurt again. And then it—it's like a familiar thing, and it comes back, and you say, "God, why me?" And that's the thing. Then we start, I mean, we start <laughs> Then we start saying, God, why me? Because it's not only uh it's not only you, but it's everybody. I was also in such mm-hmm. situations okay. where I was where I knew God where God showed me afterwards that I was healing you from things. Mm. You did not know that but I was healing you from things because I did not want you to get in those friendships again that you were before. And I was healing you. And and that's the thing because the pattern kept on and God wants to break that pattern because he wants to bring beauty out of it maybe he wants to bring you into a friendship but not now because you will go with that same pattern inside that friendship that you had before you understand what i mean mm-hmm. so and some people even bring those things then
1: like example with anger issues into marriages mm. like and <laughs> people always say marriage brings
0: out brings out the brings worst, out the worst in yeah, people It heightens everything like it
1: amplifies things yeah. like marriage amplifies character traits that are good or bad yeah. so let's say you have anger not the issues worst in people. no not the worst but let's say you have anger issues and like you said God wants to bring out the beauty but then you rush into it mm-hmm. then you bring that anger into that marriage mm-hmm. even though that person may be for you but then you maybe kill. even your your anger can destroy that mm-hmm. person or kill that person mm-hmm. spiritually yeah. And then you live with the sin even like so guys just wait guys let's just
0: wait and what is so 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 great of god is that god has mercy on us god is so merciful and so gracious with us that whenever you even do something wrong and you do not prepare you do not let him prepare you peel you off bring that layer out or cut that layer off he still he will still be gracious to you he will still listen to you he will he will care for you he will mend your broken heart because that's the thing we always then come to god say why god but god says it was you Uh, you did not listen to me but then he says okay come to my come to that secret place we are going to talk about it i am going to restore to you that's also the thing because god god will show you mercy and then he will he will restore to you all the days that you have lost that maybe you have lost all the times where you were maybe not saved maybe god is able to restore to you not everything god is able to restore everything but maybe there are some things where you will get that differently not the way it would be in the beginning if you would have turned to God in the beginning but he will still restore to you and that is how great God is and that is also how beautiful God is with that being said let's look at the other side (laughs) Um, so what are the positive aspects of waiting and of preparing the positive aspects of waiting and
1: preparation would be like the end result i would say the end result Mm. like waiting if if you are in these seasons guys you should know that the end or the end result which would occur occur out of it is so beautiful or will be so 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 great like like it would be beautiful like more than you can imagine like knowing okay so okay i'm in this preparation season or waiting season because at the end maybe I will marry, or at the end I will pass this exam, or at the end I will get this, job, get this job. I will get my degree. Yeah. Like the end result is just beautiful, the and the children maybe like see like with the Israelites they got the promised land. Mm-hmm. With um, Abraham he like maybe f- out of heaven he's watching us. <laughs> see his like, he like he saw his land like being Religious. so. And like the fruit of his land, like he saw the positive sides. Like, even though he didn't see with his eyes, maybe God showed him. He
0: said that he saw because I mean, Sarah bore a child.
1: That's the thing. He saw his child, he got his child. Mm -hmm. Isaac, he, yeah, Abraham saw his child then. Mm -hmm. God, like, he saw God's promise Mm -hmm. come to pass Mm -hmm. when he and Sarah waited for that child. This child came, yeah. And most importantly, I think these things teaches you to be patient like it te- teaches you to like ponder on God and wait and pa- be patient like sit still and do nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> like don't do nothing Just, it's like a child like you mm-hmm. say don't touch this candy and sit still and do nothing mm-hmm. like at the end the child will get the candy like this is what God teaches us through these things like to be patient and patience is a uh, fruit of the spirit like longs, it's comes from the word long suffering it comes from the word long suffering so these things even brings out a good character trait or like a godly character trait and that just shows that god wants to prune us and wants to like shape us into the people we should become into
0: and not only that but what i also i just i just i just (laughs) I just remembered a note that i did on the word patience or patient and i just want to read it to you it says that patience it says that patience is your capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset and guys that is is that is what we need for preparation and the waiting season that is really because as you have said the long suffering is the fruit of this is the fruit of the spirit as well as peace love and also the others and this these are this this positive aspect that alone is enough to to really be to really let god extend these these fruit the fruit of the spirit To accent these kind of character traits because he wants them he wants you to develop them even more to go deeper into them and not only that but these character traits these this fruit of the spirit it will have to you will have to spend more time with god and that is why it is so important you will have to have more intimacy with god because in that moment where you were angry you need to go before god you cannot you cannot complain you of course you can complain to others but Nobody can help you except God. God is the only one who can bring us who can give us this peace again, that peace that we that we may need, that comfort that we may need. And yeah, that's that alone is the positive aspect of waiting and pre- preparation. Okay, as you are my guest for today, I have a question. Um what would some tips be? What would you recommend for those people who are waiting, and are also prepared, being prepared, or are in the preparation and waiting season?
1: I would say that you should listen to the Holy Ghost, guys. Like he's your, he's not only our helper, but he's also our friend, mm-hmm. and he really, really, really listens to us. Like he really <laughs> listens to us. Like. when i say listen to the holy ghost is listen to god and have a conversation with god through the holy spirit like with the holy spirit like go to your secret hiding place sit down and ask god what should i do next or am i supposed to do this or should i go there or should i not go there like just ask him and he will speak to you through dreams visions or even sometimes through people like mm-hmm. siblings, parents, or friends. Signs. Signs like, and wonders. <laughs> like, he will speak to you. and you, But you have to listen. Like, you have to... Like, sometimes the voice is quiet. Sometimes it's very loud. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's direct. Like, through a person, then he will, like, give you your answer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's different. He comes in many different ways. Like, with Jesus, he came as a, um, as a dove. So like the Holy Spirit comes differently to everybody. So I would say you should listen to the Holy Spirit and like really ponder on his words. And yeah,
0: listen to the Holy Spirit. And that means read your word. You need to read your word. If you do not read your word, how do you want to listen to God? How do you even want to know how his his, voice. his voice is? Because God does not change, we do. We are the ones who are getting closer to God. So when we are getting closer to God, God is opening new dimensions of Him. So that means we need to maybe do. We need to do more. Now you have prayed for one hour. Okay, that's really great. Maybe now you have to pray for two hours. Maybe now you have to pray for one and a half hour, mm-hmm. and that's okay. If you are maybe still praying for one hour, but God God is the one who is giving you that strength. It is not on your own strength. It's the Holy Spirit that gives you that strength, and that's so important that we know that. You are getting from mountain. You are getting from grace to grace. You are only getting higher. You do not fall down again. You always get higher. So maybe, even people. Even when you when we sin. It's differently now. Now that you know who Jesus Christ is. It's differently when you have sinned. You do not get into that place where you are crying and crying but you 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 are different it's different the Holy Spirit speaks to you differently so you know okay I have fall. I am I have fallen I have fallen short and I have sinned and it's just differently for everybody how you speak how you then speak to God and it's really important that you know that every season is just different and it's also important that you know that as the Holy Spirit is talking to you Be also attentive to him. That means when you pray for 10 minutes, you also have to listen for 10 minutes. You have to be quiet for 10 minutes. That's an assignment that I will give you because it's really, it's it's not easy. But as I mean, we can pray for one hour that we can also listen to God. Just turn off your music, turn off everything and just listen to him for one hour because God will speak to you. God will really speak to you. He just wants you to also listen to him. He wants you to. S- he wants you to also let him speak. And seek him. Yeah, and seek him, in that secret place. With that being said, I would also say
1: like you have to discern, mm-hmm. like what season you're even in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we think we're in preparation season, preparation season, or in a season where oh, full of blessings. Blessings are coming now, mm-hmm. but maybe then you're in waiting season mm-hmm. or like preparing like preparation season, you have to prepare for that mm-hmm. blessing, prepare for that to come. Mm-hmm. And I would say you have, like, the gift of discernment, guys, you have to pray. And, like, like I said, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit. You have to listen to what he says and, like, what people are even coming into your life at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Are they to, like, take what's mm-hmm. mine or are they to help me mm-hmm. or are they to destroy it? Yeah. Like, you have to or just to confuse. confuse. You. Mm. Like, you have to discern. You have to discern, guys. Mm. Like, gift of discernment, it's so underrated sometimes, mm. I think. But it's so, so important. I think everybody should have it. Like, it would save...
0: discernment? Maybe, maybe you can explain that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <So. laughs>
1: discernment is, I would say, knowing what is good and what is bad. Okay. Like, or not even just good and bad, but knowing like knowing the situation or like things like discernment is like to understand something through the power of the holy spirit like to understand a situation oh what is the situation who is in it and is is it from god is it from the devil um this person coming into my life is this from god is not this not from god or this season which season i'm in what am i supposed to learn from it what am i supposed to do from it like what is god teaching me like you have to discern those things, like yeah. knowing what, like knowing things. I would yeah, say
0: where you where you where you are going. Yeah, yeah.
1: like discern discernment is like we need it in our whole life. Like with discernment, we can save so much unnecessary mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah,
1: discussions. Discussions, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> <laughs> like. With the gift of the summit, you can analyze or see things from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From a mile... Like, let's say... When sin is coming to yeah. me. <laughs> Even that, like, let's say on a bus stop, you see someone and you know if you go... Like, with the summit, you will know if you go near that person, you will have anger. Like, you will... Your anger will come and then you will just, like... Maybe get in the fight with that person. Yeah,
0: because that person might be offended yeah,
1: already. right. Ooh. Or maybe at home when you see your sibling sitting at the couch, Ooh. and you know if you're sitting right next to her, <laughs> uh,
0: emotionally intelligent moment in the right moment. That's yeah. all,
1: That was. That's also discernment, yeah. and that's just important, guys. Like discernment, like just saves these unnecessary
0: things. Yeah. And yeah, so discernment, the the discernment, especially in waiting and preparation, because you do not want to destroy the relationships that god has brought you unnecessarily by maybe not being emotionally intelligent and starting a fight with somebody who where you know that person maybe god has sent that person or god has put that person into your life and that person had such a bigger meaning for you in that In that season especially, but because you have not discerned, you will think that that person is your enemy. Mm. While the person is actually trying to correct you Mm -hmm. or rebuke you in a soft way through the voice of God. So I have the honor to do the sum up today, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: to sum up everything that has been stated so far, I would say if some things don't work out for us, we shouldn't ask ourselves, why me? Why me, God? Personally, I think we should ask ourselves, what is this teaching me? Or what are you teaching me, God? Mm-hmm. Because let's say it like this. I always say God is more focused on our development than mm-hmm. our comfort. Oh, wow. Because let me explain. <laughs> he, in other words, God wants to really shape and mold us into his image, his way of perfection. Mm-hmm. And which would be according to Romans eight twenty nine, it mm. was it? To become like Jesus because he is the son. He's like, he's a whole God-given example mm. for yes. us yeah. on how our lives should be or how we should treat people and how we should live our life. Mm. And we see the original or intended shape in him. Like God literally showed us be like this, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and so if God didn't give or you, or took something, or placed you in a situation, you shouldn't feel discouraged or sad. And I know it's easier said than done. (laughs) Trust me. I know. I know personally, but Mm -hmm. just know that He is molding and shaping you into the man or woman you are going to become. So don't take waiting or preparing for something in a bad way, because God loves us. He's doing these things because he loves you so, so much. Because, like, a person wouldn't do things mm-hmm. if he, like, if he didn't love us. He wouldn't do these things. But mm-hmm. like, he wants to shape and us. he
0: loves us more than just the... More than being. everything.
1: Yeah. So he wants to shape us. And, yeah, so, as Abigail would say, stay blessed. <laughs> stay transparent. Stay everything God wants you to be <laughs> and yeah guys i hope we see each other on the next episode when Abigail invites me and yeah bye guys